Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book Heavier Than Heaven, a biography of Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain was an American rock singer. He was the lead singer, guitarist, and songwriter of the rock band Nirvana. As a central figure in the American underground rock scene of the 1990s, Cobain and his band hold an important place in rock history. Although Cobain had many brilliant achievements and a great talent for music, his life was a collection of pain and conflict. This book starts from Cobain's birth and goes through his miserable childhood, a lonely puberty, gradual setup of the band, and the road to becoming a professional musician. We see his album reach the top of the charts, and we see him become a rock star. All the way through his final choice to take his own life under tremendous pressure, this book tells you about all aspects of the star that shone bright and burned out quickly. Charles R. Cross is an American music journalist, and former editor of The Rocket, a music and entertainment magazine based in the Pacific Northwest of the United States. He has written Room of Mirrors, a biography of Jimi Hendrix and many other books on rock music. Heavier Than Heaven is one of his most famous works and it is widely recognized as the definitive biography of Kurt Cobain. Cross drew on 400 interviews with close friends, family members, bandmates and others to write the book, he also conducted a painstaking review of Cobain's unpublished diaries, hundreds of music recordings, lyrics, and family photographs. High levels of fieldwork and four years of writing went into producing this biography. The book was selected as one of Amazon's best-selling biographies. Rolling Stone commented on the book, saying, Heavier Than Heaven sets a high new standard. The Los Angeles Times called the book one of the most moving and revealing books ever written about a rock star. In this bookie, we take you through the life of rock star Kurt Cobain in three parts. Part 1, A Budding Rock Star. Part 2, A Rock Star Emerges. Part 3, A Rock Star's Choice. Kurt Cobain was born on February 20, 1967 to a middle-class family in the United States. His father Don worked as a mechanic at a gas station, and his mother Wendy took care of the children. Cobain showed an interest in music from an early age. When he returned from a trip to the park at the age of four, he immediately wrote a song about playing in the park. By the age of six, he could play music on the piano that he had heard on the radio. Cobain originally had a happy childhood. Every summer, the whole family would go to a cabin on the beach for vacation, and they would go skiing together in the winter. These were some of Cobain's fondest memories. However, the happy part of Cobain's childhood ended at the age of nine. Cobain's mother Wendy filed for divorce in 1976, but the couple's marital troubles actually began to increase in ferocity as early as the second half of 1974. At that time, Cobain's father Don changed jobs to work as a clerk for a company, earning less than he did at the gas station. The couple often argued about having to borrow money to pay the bills, and Wendy eventually filed for divorce due to financial problems. 
His parents' divorce was a huge blow to Cobain, and it had a major formative effect on his character. After his parents divorced, Cobain chose to live with his father, and the two promised to be together forever. Cobain craved his father's attention and relied heavily on him. But after a year of life with just the two of them, his father remarried. Cobain felt betrayed, and he believed he had been left behind. He started talking back to adults, not doing chores, and bullying other boys in school. The boy that was once lively and cheerful had become a troubled teenager in the eyes of adults. Cobain's dark side also came to light, as he was able to calmly talk to friends about murder, rape, and suicide. At 14 years old, he told a friend, I'm going to be a superstar musician, kill myself and go out in a flame of glory. At the same time, he began smoking marijuana to escape his real life. Cobain's relationship with his father deteriorated after his father remarried. He moved into the basement of his father's home and refused to participate in any family activities. Cobain was spending more and more time alone with a speaker, a stack of records, and an electric guitar that was given to him by his uncle Chuck. That guitar was Cobain's prized possession, as important to him as breathing. He even took it to school to show it off. Cobain ultimately decided to leave his father's home at the age of 15 as tensions grew between himself and his father and stepmother. After leaving his father's house, Cobain began living with relatives who passed him around like a basketball. When he was living with another uncle Jim, Cobain listened to scores of records and even built his own amplifier. Cobain began taking guitar lessons while living with Uncle Chuck. He took his lessons very seriously, and after only a short time, he was able to creatively use what he had learned. Later, Cobain returned to the home of his mother Wendy. But the two still had problems as Wendy drank too much and dated younger men, which Cobain was very against. It was while living at his mother's house that Cobain first encountered punk rock. The experience changed his life. In the summer of 1983, he watched the Melvins play in the parking lot behind a supermarket. The band's super speed and high energy hit Cobain so hard that he wrote in his diary, this was what I was looking for. Cobain stayed with his mother until he was kicked out at the age of 17. His mother did that because Cobain often caused arguments between herself and her new partner. Now, both parents had chosen their new partners over Cobain, and the resulting feeling of abandonment would stay with him for the rest of his life. His whole life was governed by the fear of scarcity, the fear that he would never have enough money, enough attention, or most importantly, enough love. For the next two years, a homeless Cobain roamed the streets, sleeping in cardboard refrigerator boxes, hallways of old apartment buildings, waiting rooms at community hospitals, garages of friends, and in ten homes of ten different relatives. The shadow of being abandoned by his immediate family always lingered in his heart, and his loneliness grew with each passing day. During this time, Cobain furiously practiced his guitar and wrote songs. He often spent hours at a time practicing the instrument. As a result, his guitar skills improved so fast that he could play any song after hearing it just once. 
He met Krist Novoselic who also played music, and the two often shared music with each other. Gradually, Cobain began to hope for a foothold in the music industry. During this time, Cobain also formed his first real band Fecal Matter. Although the band quickly broke up, the tapes they made were a tangible testament to Cobain's musical talent and his first sense of a musical identity. Cobain remained homeless until he was 19. At that age, his mother Wendy gave him $200. Cobain was able to pay a deposit and first month's rent of a small simple place and finally had a home of his own. During the year Cobain lived in that humble place, he abused drugs more and more frequently and talked about suicide all the time. He told his friends that he wasn't worried about his life after 30, because he wasn't going to live to be 30. This behavior speaks volumes about Cobain's inner pain and loneliness. Music was the only positive aspect of Cobain's life. He practiced guitar endlessly, wrote songs, and became obsessed with making music. He also began to form bands with other like-minded musicians, Chris Novoselic and Aaron Burkhard. They rehearsed almost every night, always until Cobain was satisfied. This was the beginning of Nirvana. Even though the band didn't have a name at the time, they made their way to their first gig with a truckload of gear. The show took place at a house in Raymond, Washington, and their audience was a group of teenagers who were just drinking and socializing. It wasn't exactly a successful performance. There was no applause, some people heckled Cobain and taunted the band members, asking them to perform covers. Arguments and drunken fights broke out. Later in the show, while Cobain and Aaron were still playing, a half-naked Chris jumped excitedly out of the window, ran back in like a three-year-old, jumped out again, and kept repeating the same wild loop. The whole scene was chaotic and disastrous. Although the show was a farce, it still showed elements of Nirvana that would take over the world a few years later. The off-balance rhythms, the frenetic style and vocals, the moving guitar and bass passages, and most importantly, a Cobain that was in a dreamlike trance. All the important characteristics of Nirvana were already on display. All that represents Nirvana's legacy was already taking shape that night. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.